Welcome to the theatre of your mind. Please leave all anxieties and troubles behind and prepare yourself for the illumination of your imagination with more Tall Tales and Short Yarns. Created by Timothy Carroll and Eric Camilleri. Well, g'day, youngsters. Number five comes alive. That's right, un, deux, trois, quatre, cinq. Cinco. Five. This is series five and story one. Thanks for uh, tuning in, and I'm really glad that you found our little podcast here called Tall Tales and Short Yarns. On behalf of my partner in rhyme, Mr. Eric Camilleri, the musical genius, he truly is. You know, he's, uh, we're, he and I, we're both kind of the same age. Um, which is, <coughs> our mate age is irrelevant, but we've known each other for over 50 years, can you believe it? For most of that period, we lost contact. We started off as little kids together in the local neighbourhood, briefly went to the same school. Eric was always smarter than me, so he was in like the, the clever classes while I was in the slow learners class. Yeah, mate, I'm a slow learner. But, uh, you know, if there's ever any living proof to encouraging you, just don't give up, man. And we all have little talents in life, and maybe if we're lucky and we stay positive, we find them. I'm still looking for mine. <laughs> Eric found his, though. He's literally uh, a composer of music of, of incredible worth and enormous talent, and I'm so fortunate to be working with him. And he's probably listening to this now because I record this here in the lounge room of my little unit here in uh, the Harbour City of Sydney in Australia and he lives about an hour or so away up the north coast what we call the central coast so I sent it up there to him on an mp3 he has a listen to it like he's doing now and then he gets the vibe and he composes music and then he plays the music uh, through uh, his uh, many ways I don't know how he does it man is it a computer or a musical instrument or a combination of both I don't know but anyway Eric I love you brother and it's so good to uh, to be working with you on this. And dear listener, whoever you happen to be, uh, I love you too, man, or human, as we should say, because love's what it's all about. Uh, love for each other, love for life, love for our great opportunities, love for our freedoms, and love for the encouragement of others to be the same. And that's how we make a better world. Anyway, blah, blah, blah. It's story time. So sit back and relax uh, and enjoy this one. It's called Keith Gets the Sack. Big Keithy McLeod held a frozen packet of peas in each of his big meaty hands. He held them up to his head with a frozen pack of peas pushed firmly against each temple. Now, Keith didn't have a headache or any real pain of any sort. He just really liked the feeling of the freezing cold. Yeah, big Keithy McLeod knew exactly what he liked and what he didn't like. As a matter of fact, he really didn't like his next-door neighbours. For the past five years that Keith had lived in his newly renovated three-bedroom little fibro house at Quakers Hill in the Sydney outer western suburbs. He'd been as happy as a little pig in shit. 
happier, in fact. The quiet little street that Keith called home had been a happy place to live. Until those friggin' dickheads next door had moved in. Now what with their loud doof, 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 doof music playing loudly all night and people in their cars coming and going through to the early hours of every single bloody morning, Big Keithy well and truly had the shits. He tried to have a word with them about it, but they paid no attention and actually gave him a little bit of lip. Now, the cold of the frozen peas kind of calmed Keith, at least a little bit. Anyway, not to worry, because everything would soon be all right. Oh, yeah. Big Keithy McLeod smiled to himself with an evil grin. They could have possibly knocked a Mormon off his bicycle at 50 paces, mate. Yeah. You see, earlier that afternoon, Keith's old boyhood mate from his old childhood hometown of Glen Innes, bloke by the name of Frank Spateri, had driven down to the big smoke in his four-wheel drive with a hessian sack in the back, marked special delivery. After they'd greeted each other warmly, patted each other on the back and embraced, and had a cup of tea together with a couple of sayo biscuits with cheese and tomato on them, Keith and his good mate Frank carefully took the large sack that had been tied at the top with a bit of rope out of the back of Frank's car. Now, they tried not to laugh or to make any noise at all as they quietly crept around the side of Keith's troublesome neighbour's house. For you see, three days earlier, Big Keithy had done his own little reconnaissance mission of sorts and had also taken the opportunity to break the dickhead's laundry window. You see, that was the carefully selected entry point for what Keith and Frank emptied out of the old Hessian sack. You see, dear listener, Glen Innes at this time of the year was well known for its unusually high population of deadly red-bellied black snakes. The curtain now must fall upon the theatre of your mind. But until we meet again, just promise to be kind. Thanks for listening to Tall Tales and Short Yarns.